Though I don't think it will be hard to convince our audience that we have strayed from the vision of the founders, and in particular, limited government, or as you define it in the book, Madisonian principles of governance, you make the case that solutions to what ails us are beyond the electoral and legislative processes, and you even say that the Constitution itself is broken. Explain that. I spend five chapters, actually, in the book uh, making a case that everything's hopeless with the political process. And let me start with the Constitution. I used to think if we had five Nino Scalia's or five Clarence Thomas's in the court that we could make a lot of progress. And I have been disabused of that notion for the following reason. There were a series of four or five Supreme Court decisions from 1937 to 1943 which changed, well, changed isn't the right word, unleashed the government from the uh, constrictions of the Constitution. It, it unleashed them from being stuck with the enumerated powers. It redefined the Commerce Clause to mean manufacturing and agriculture, even if it only has indi uh, indirect effects on interstate commerce. Uh, then you had a lesser-known decision, but just as important, whereby in 1943, in a decision involving the National Broadcasting Company, the Supreme Court said, you know, the Congress doesn't have to supply a specific intelligible principle in its legislation, which more or less says to the regulatory agency, you're supposed to do A, B, and C. It can say, give us fair broadcasting rules, and that's good enough. Well, this unleashed the regulatory state to go out and make up whatever regulations they wanted. I won't go through a lot of the rest of the reasons, but I will give uh, just a couple of quick statements. First, our legal system is increasingly lawless. It just doesn't correspond to what we usually think of as the rule of law. And the other thing is that the political process is systemically corrupt. I don't mean we have more corrupt people in the government. I mean the system now operates in ways that are indistinguishable from the way that a kleptocracy operates. Pretty grim argument, but I think it's one that you can sustain. And, and I think... Our audience would largely be sympathetic to that argument. We've talked with Mark Stein about how dire the situation is, and, and I share your view, and I think our listeners do, about if we had all Clarence Thomases on the Supreme Court, and we had a Ted Cruz as president, and Ted Cruz controlled Congress, that it still wouldn't be able to deal with the problems that we have today. So you propose uh, an antidote to what ails us, or at least that starts to push in the right direction, given that the political process is broken. Right. And what you propose is civil disobedience. So what do you mean by civil disobedience? Well, Ben, maybe I should start by telling you how this whole thing came to me. The origin of the book was a guy who was a friend of ours who was getting in trouble with the regulatory state for idiotic reasons. He was being asked to do mutually contradictory things. He was being fined heavily. And he said to uh, the bureaucrat who was doing this, I'm going to fight this in court. And the guy said to him, you try that and we'll put you out of business. And he knew that was true. And, and I got so angry when my wife told me about this that I, I had an image. I'm not making this up. I had an image of a guy in a pinstripe suit, maybe riding on a horse, who comes up, taps the guy uh, from the government on the shoulder and says, we are taking this man's case. We are not going to charge him a penny. We are going to litigate this until you are sick of it. Uh, we are going to seek publicity that will embarrass you. And when you finally get your fine levied, we will pay it for him. And if you bother him again, we're going to come back again. 
that in a nutshell is what I want. Uh, I have two frameworks. Uh, one is what I call the Madison Fund, which would be a very large foundation funded probably by rich guys mostly, but for the benefit of ordinary small business people and homeowners. And it would take lots of those cases. It would put enormous pressure to bear on the enforcement resources of the regulatory state, which aren't nearly as great as most people assume. I've, I could go on, but let me stop and let you break in and, and ask any more specific questions you want to know about this. 